All right, you guys, what's up, podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm pumped today because I got a freaking haircut. I've been waiting <laughs> so long to get a haircut. It's funny how simple little things like getting your hair done can bring so much joy, especially when things have been closed down forever. So I'm looking pretty sharp. Um, I'm also pumped that things are starting to, you know, get back to normal somewhat. You know, the gym's open, clinic's open, seeing clients again in person. It's been super uplifting to my soul to kind of get back to a somewhat normal schedule. Um, It's surprisingly interesting to see how much, you know, what our old normal affected us in such a capacity. And I'm just thankful, you know, I'm just really, really thankful for being able to do what I do. And yeah, honestly, I'm just so freaking thankful for everything. Um, I wanted to bring up a topic and again, I, I don't know what it is, but a lot of my Instagram followers um, have been asking about me for some reason and what I do. So my last episode was about my nutrition and this episode is going to be about my training. And um, I don't think I've ever really spoken about what I do personally for exercise. And since COVID started, like it's changed a lot. So the moment we shut down the gym, um, I started teaching kin stretch classes on Zoom for all of our members five days a week. So one, I never really taught a kin stretch class other than sending in my uh, recorded class to get certified through the FRC, uh, FRS, sorry. Um, and really from there, I never led a class because I just never had time in my schedule. And then you know, lo and behold, uh, a pandemic happened and now I'm teaching five days a week. So with my online classes, I was like, well, damn, like cars and like the pails and rails and transitions that I know are going to get really repetitive. So it forced me to actually get really creative and kind of put my critical thinking into play and beautifully like an artist, I would describe it come up with a lot of different exercises to help a lot of people and you know my online crew that's now because now we're open at the gym that's doing it in person they've been doing it with me five days a week for eight weeks and they've seen incredible results and it's so cool to see um so heavily my exercise regimen is five days a week of kin stretch and if you don't know what kin stretch is the best way to describe it, if I had to like tell it to a layperson, is it's stre- like stretching on steroids. Like I had a class today in person, all brand new people, a people, um, other than two, and they had no idea what they were getting themselves into. And funny enough, they all loved it and all hated it at the same time because they got into, you know, positions that their body had a tough time like 
you know, their hip internal rotators is all sucked. They couldn't do a lot of the exercises. So I'm excited to see a new set of people jump on the kin stretch tra um, train. And again, another way to kind of describe my kin stretch classes is like you have something called your active range of mo motion and your passive range of motion. And essentially kin stretch bridges the gap between the two. Um, so even for myself, like I posted maybe two weeks ago, a before and after of my seated internal rotation improved a lot. So I'm gonna try to keep up doing five classes a week, um, not only to help others, but also like selfishly, like build up my joints integrity and flexibility overall. Um, and then on top of that, funny enough, like a lot of people look at me as the mobility guy, rehab guy, I've gone into a phase of a little bodybuilding split because I've been kind of getting bored and honestly like that's another beautiful thing about fitness and health is like you don't have to stay within your box like you can explore other boxes too and I actually grew up with a heavily bodybuilding influence program when I first started in the industry because that's all really there was and functional stuff was like you bouncing on a BOSU ball with a hockey stick. Um, so it's been interesting. Like, I do five days of strength, and it's a bodybuilding split. So right now, I'm doing chest and back, glutes, hams, and abs, um, and then an all-shoulder day, and then a quads day, so all quad-dominant knee exercises. And then my Friday is literally, like, biceps and triceps. Like complete meathead type of stuff that being said I'm also creating this bodybuilding split to make it functional I'm putting air quotes on that so it doesn't mess up my body um, so in a sense that when I do my chest and back day it's an equal part of push and pull and my pulling exercises are like full body movement so I have a lot of pull-ups a lot of chin-ups um, you know like I kind of think about what movements are going to give my body the most bang for its buck and also which ones are not going to cause any kind of detrimental pain um, and funny enough like if you've been following my um, anatomy posts a lot of the stuff that I kind of like make fun of is kind of like the traditional bodybuilding stuff. So even today I was writing a post on, I think it was the brachioradialis or the brachial, I can't remember. I'm going through a whole phase of just like showing the anatomy of the arm. And funny enough, I made like a little jab that, you know, excessive um, bicep curls could cause, you know, like a tendinopathy in the bicep tendon or any other tendon that supports the elbow or shoulder. And lo and behold, I have an entire arms day dedicated every Friday because I'm doing a bodybuilding split. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule, right? So when I say bicep curls are useless, they are in a sense that, you know, if your goal is to lose fat, gain muscle, the amount of calories burned from just doing biceps and triceps are not going to be as high as you doing a set of heavy fucking step-ups and then doing some sort of like core rotational movement back-to-back, -back, right? So when it comes to 
blanket statements like exercise is stupid, there are certain times where you could do it. So if I had a client that was like, I really want bicep curls, sure, I'll throw it in, but I'll make sure they have the prerequisites. So a lot of times, gym bros or people that are so used to that bodybuilding split, a lot of times they overdo the stuff they really like. Prime example is most dudes will just do chest exercises and biceps and triceps. So they're already throwing an imbalance. And I don't really like using that word imbalance because, again, we're not supposed to be um, symmetrical at all based on our anatomy of our organs. But asymmetrical in the sense that you're overloading a tissue more than all the other ones. So prime example is what I just said guys doing their chest exercises, biceps and triceps, neglecting their legs, neglecting like anything else. And lo and behold, there's pain, right? They get medial elbow pain or lateral elbow pain and they don't know what the hell it is. And it's like, well, how often do you hit arms three days a week? How often do you hit your chest four days a week? Like, you know what I mean? It's like those things add up. It's just like, you know, if I told you to run 10 kilometers every single day, your legs would be sore and you wouldn't really want to do it again because things are going to start hurting over time. It's the same thing with um, overloading tissues, right? So when I designed my bodybuilding-ish program, I kept that in mind. Like, I'm not overdoing it, right? There's Like, your arms are not going to fall off if you do a set of bicep curls in your workout, right? But it all kind of depends on your goals and what you want to achieve. And in my case, I was bored of my old programming that I've done for ages. I haven't done a bodybuilding styled workout and program forever. So for the next three months, that's what I'm focusing on. And I'm still making sure I'm hitting every single kind of movement um, pathway to ensure that I'm not, you know, going to F anything up. Um, So honestly, like, I think the sole piece of the message in this podcast is like, don't be confined in your box when it comes to exercise selection or exercise programming. Like, try other stuff. See if you can take some little bit of the stuff you've done in the past with some of the new stuff you're trying. Like, blend it together. Like, if it makes sense, it makes sense. Like, do it. Like, exercise isn't isn't an invention. It's not an end-all, be-all. So... I think moving forward, everyone should try different forms of exercise and see what you like and don't like and then build something around it. Um, So that's it for me. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Share this podcast with your friends and family. Hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook and Instagram. I post a lot of videos and anatomy posts. Um, That's it for me. Until next time, you guys. Thank you.